The Z-Ball Podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast. I'm Zeeshan Khan. Uh, we have upcoming tomorrow morning NFL Week 1, and uh, we're going to get into six matchups, what we call our Scorching Six, and joining me, recurring guest on my podcast from the Bay Area, California, Syed. How are you, sir? Hey, good. How about yourself? Doing well. Uh, a lot of things going on, and uh, just wanted to get your thoughts quickly on uh, the first game of the season, Carolina and Denver. It was a really exciting game. It came down to the wire. Graham Gano missed a 50-yard field goal at the end of the game, which would have won it for the Carolina Panthers, but ultimately the Denver Broncos won the Super Bowl rematch 21-20. to So just wanted to get your thoughts quickly on how that game unfolded. Yeah, definitely an exciting game. Um, the, the Broncos definitely stepped up in the last few drives and, uh, um, you know, had a bunch of big plays including that interception by Chris Harris um, um, but I think uh, you know the, the stories out of that game were you know Cam Newton taking those big hits and especially that helmet to helmet hit late in the fourth quarter and you know where's the new concussion protocol <laughs> apparently non-existent yeah it was you know exciting game right down to the last play and Graham Gano uh, kind of hits that kick before the, right after they call a timeout or before they call a timeout, and then uh, the, the kick that counts, he misses. So it was, it was definitely an exciting game. Okay, definitely. And uh, for Denver, uh, it seems like they kind of had the same identity that won them a Super Bowl last year, uh, hard-nosed defense, and then just winning a lot of uh, kind of close games that they probably have no business winning and that exactly what happened on Thursday night against the Panthers. So do you think they can uh, make a legitimate run again at another Super Bowl this year? Yeah, it, yeah I think it depends. I think um, um, Trevor Simeon, he, he showed a lot of potential, but he's going to have to come up with big plays throughout the year, and he's going to have to um, not make big mistakes either. So um, it depends on you know the type of the – play they get from him otherwise you know i think defense is still there i think they got a solid running game as well so they'll definitely be pretty much in every game okay definitely and uh on the other side for carolina uh we know their front four is uh one of the best in the league they have one of the best linebacking cores in the league as well but do you think the departure of uh josh norman uh to washington uh kind of uh weakens their secondary and do you think how big of an effect do you think that's going to have on their secondary yeah I definitely think that's going to have an effect um but you know I think um the Panthers are going to go as far as Cam Newton takes them 
he he won the MVP award last year, and we'll see how he backs it up this year. Okay, definitely. And with that, uh, we'll get into our scorching six for week one of the NFL. Uh, first game we're going to be taking a look at is the Oakland Raiders on the road in New Orleans. We have uh, New Orleans giving one and a half point, one and a half points at home. So, what's your thoughts on this game, Said? Yeah, I think this. You know, this will be an exciting game, especially for uh, the fans in the Bay Area. Uh, a lot of people looking up to yeah, the Raiders and predicting playoffs this year. And you know, they have a lot of young players: Khalil Mack uh, on defense. They got. Car on offense uh, and a couple of good weapons uh, in terms of wide receivers and uh, uh, their running game as well. So a lot of people look at them to take that step forward. Well, New Orleans, you know, the last few years they've been pretty disappointing. They still have Drew Brees, you know, who's probably going to be in the Hall of Fame. Um, and, you know, they're trying to lock them up long term, but. Um, I think this will be an interesting game. I think this one will show what type of year Oakland's headed for, um, to be honest. Um, and for me, I think I think the Saints are going to come out and, and win this game. Um, you know, playing at home, they've always historically had a really good home field advantage, um, even though it hasn't been that good last year or two. Um, but I see them winning this game 23-19. to, to 19. Okay, definitely. I I'm gonna agree. I go. I'm gonna go with the Saints as well. I just think uh, their offense is much better at home as compared to on the road. It's pretty much a day and night difference, especially with uh, Drew Brees. He tends to play better in indoor stadiums and at home at the Superdome. So with that, I'm gonna take the Saints to win the game, twenty-eight to twenty-four. But I think it's gonna be a close game, and I think we're gonna see some big plays from uh, both teams. So just because uh, the Saints' uh, pass defense is one of the worst in the league, and I think uh, Derek Carr is going to have some big plays, and probably Amari Cooper as well. So we'll agree on that one, and we'll move into our second game for the week, which is uh, Cincinnati on the road at MetLife Stadium against the New York Jets. And we have Cincinnati giving two and a half points. Uh, So what are your initial thoughts on this one, Saeed? Um, I think, uh, you know, if Andy Dalton, I, I think the Bengals were playing really good last year until Andy Dalton got, uh, got injured. I think, you know, they're coming in with a talented team every, um, like they have for the last few years. Um, they have AJ Green, um, who's, you know, who's one of the better wide receivers in the game and, even though uh, the Jets re-signed Ryan Fitzpatrick and they have a couple weapons like Brandon Marshall and Eric Decker, um, yeah, I don't think it'll be enough to, to hold off the Bengals. Um, I, 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 you know, the, the Jets have a pretty good defense, but there's a couple of guys getting older uh, who I think will be dropping off uh, a little bit over the next year or so. Uh, and for me, I see this game as a, as a pretty big win for, for the Bengals. Uh, I'm going to go like 28-21 Cincinnati. 
All right, I'm going to go the other way on this one. I'm going to go Jets plus two and a half. I think uh, Jets uh, play better at home. I think uh, Todd Bowles, one of the better young coaches in the league, uh, he's uh, definitely kept the defensive identity going with the Jets and also improved their offense, which has always seemed to kind of be their, their Achilles heel for them in the early 2010s and so forth. So I think Brandon Marshall, Eric Decker, I think have good games. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick stays away from that big mistake. And I think uh, the Jets make some big plays on defense with their front four and uh, with Daryl Rivas in their secondary. And I'll take the Jets plus two and a half, and I'll take them to win the game outright 24 to 21. So uh, we'll agree to disagree on that one, and we'll move into the third game, which is the late afternoon game. And this is always tends to be an exciting game. Uh, your New York Giants side versus the Dallas Cowboys in Dallas and uh this is a pick 'em line so uh what what are you, what's your take on this one yeah i think uh these games are always interesting giants and cowboys no matter you know what the records are between the two teams um, um but uh, you know it'll be fun to see what Dak Prescott's able to do um I think he's an exciting young rookie, along with uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Um, but for me, I think you know, I think I'm looking for big things out of Eli Manning coming off his huge year last year, and uh, obviously, I think Odell Beckham's one of the probably the top five wide receivers in the game. Um, and just given that Tony Romo's out, uh, I have to see like the Giants stepping up. So for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Giants. Um, and I'm, I'm going to go 27-21 uh, Giants. All right. I'm going to agree with you as well. I think, uh, I mean, I don't know how this is a pick em line. I think the Giants should be at least be like a three, four-point favorite. But uh, Dallas, I think, uh, great offensive line, as we all know. Uh, young uh, running back Ezekiel Elliott will be interested to see what he does. But I just think the the Giants, I mean, had an awful year last year on pretty much all fronts except for offensively probably with Eli Manning. So I, I think they get improved in the areas that they were really bad in last year. And I think they have a much better year this year. I'm expecting them to win the NFC East. And I think they're going to win this game as well. I think they're going to win it 31-21 uh, to 21 in my opinion. And I think they're going to start off the season well. And uh, we'll agree on that one, and we'll move into the Sunday night game, which looked to be an exciting matchup until uh, the suspension of Tom Brady. And now the Patriots are also without their best uh, offensive player besides Tom Brady, which is Rob Gronkowski, their best receiving threat. And the Cardinals in this one are giving us seven points at home at University of Phoenix Stadium. So uh, what do you think happens in this one, site? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo hasn't started a game in his career. He's been backing up Tom Brady. Um, for <laughs> So he's been able to watch uh, probably the best quarterback in the league, but at the same time, uh, like you said, he's going to be missing the best tight end in the, in the league uh, with uh, Gronkowski out. And, and just given that... Um, Arizona is going to be at home, and I think 
they're pretty stacked. Coming off last year, they had a big year last year. I see similar things this year from Carson Palmer, and Larry Fitzgerald, and the team. So, for me, I, th- I think it's going to be a, a – I don't think New England's defense will be able to hold um, Arizona's offense um, down. So, I th- you know, I see this as a pretty big win. Uh, I'm going to go 28-17 Cardinals. Uh, yeah, I'm going to agree as well, especially with uh, Rob Gronkowski injured now. I think I was probably going to go Arizona minus 7, even if Rob Gronkowski was playing. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, I mean, the first game that he ever he's ever going to start, he's going to face a Car- Cardinals defense who's stacked on the front four and who has probably one of the two, three best secondaries in the league, led by Patrick Peterson, Tyron Matthew. And then on the other side, Cardinals offense, like you mentioned, is super explosive. Carson Palmer and then the receivers like Jerron Brown, John Brown, Larry Fitzgerald. And the running back looks to prime for a big season, David Johnson. So uh, given all that, I'm going to go. And plus the the home field advantage that they have at University of Phoenix Stadium. All You throw in all those factors and... With Gronkowski out, Brady out, I think this is going to be a big blowout for the Cardinals, and it's going to be a big blow to the Patriots to start off with a loss, but I think they'll recover. And I'm going to go minus 7 for the Cardinals, and I'm going to take them uh, 35 to 20 to win the game. We'll agree on that one, and then we'll move into the two Monday night games. Uh, The first Monday night game, uh, Pittsburgh on the road, in Maryland against the Washington Redskins. Uh, Pittsburgh giving three points. Uh, what do you think about this one? Uh, yeah, I think this will be an exciting game. Um, you know, a lot of people are predicting um, a big year for, for the Steelers. Um, and, you know, the Redskins had a big year out of Kirk Cousins last year, and we'll see if Kirk Cousins and and their big tight end, Jordan Reed, are able to reproduce their big year from last year. Um, Le'Veon Bell's um, suspended, so he won't be playing. Um, but uh, the Steelers still have Antonio Brown and a couple other big weapons. Um, so for me, I, th- I think the Steelers are the better team. And... Even minus three, I'd take the Steelers. So for me, I see this game going uh, 28-24 Steelers. All right, definitely. Uh, this one's kind of really tough to call with uh, the offensive weapons that the Steelers will be missing. They'll be missing Martavis Bryant for the whole season, uh, Le'Veon Bell for the first three games. So, But uh, given that, I think uh, the Steelers, I think one of the best offensives in the league right up there with the Cardinals and so forth. I think uh, they should win this game. And uh, I'm going to swallow the three points. I think Big Ben and Antonio Brown both have big games. And I think uh, Antonio Brown gets the better of uh, Josh Norman in his Redskins debut. And the Steelers go on to win 31-24. to So with that, we'll go into the last Monday night game and the last game of the week which is the Los Angeles Rams on the road against the San Francisco 49ers. And we had the Rams giving two and a half points on the road. So what do you think about this one? 
for, for me, um, you know, it's, to be honest, uh, as uh, an objective NFL viewer, I don't think this game will be all that exciting. You have Blaine Gabbert starting for the 49ers, and you have, um, you know, you have Todd, then you have Todd Gurley um, for the Rams. Um, so there's not much to, to actually look forward to other than maybe Todd Gurley. Um, I guess the, the, the preseason or, or the pregame um, <laughs> um, antics will probably get more attention than the actual game I'm predicting. Um, I don't think either one of these teams is sniffing the playoffs this year, but um, you know, it's the first year in L.A. for the Rams. Um and I think um, the 49ers are just going to be terrible this year. So even, even with the Rams taking two points, uh, I'm going to say the Rams are going to win this game 17-10. to 10. All right, yeah, I mean, uh, these look like to be the, the two bottom teams in the NFC West this year. Uh, it'll be uh, the Rams' first game back in L.A. in 22 years. And uh, I think... Uh, the 49ers are look look to be look to have a lot of uh, growing pains ahead of them and a lot of influx. But uh, I think this will be a close game just because neither offense is super explosive, and the Rams have a good defense. So, uh, but given that, I'm gonna swallow the two and a half points and I'm gonna take the Rams to win the game, uh, 20 to 17. So, uh, given all that, uh, did you want to look? kind of a touch on some other games uh i know we got through our scorching six but did you want to touch on some other games that kind of interest you for this week well i mean i think that you just all the injuries are 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 very interesting um you know uh like the, the vikings losing uh for the whole year and then trading a first and a fourth for sam bradford and not starting him I think that was a ridiculous trade. They way overpaid for him. So it'll be interesting to see how, um, who was it, Sean Hill starting for the, for the Vikings. Um, you know, everyone's kind of looking at them to make the playoffs, even with uh, a backup QB starting. So it'll be interesting to see what type of play they get. And, you know, there'll be a second year for, for both Marcus Mariota and Jameis Winston. So it'll be exciting to, to see them, see what type of steps they take going forward. Okay, so are you rethinking your Vikings divisional pick uh, after the injury to Teddy Bridgewater? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't see Sam Bradford or uh, Sean Hill um, having the same type of consistency that Teddy Bridgewater brought. I think, you know, they both might be able to make plays, but I don't think – I think both of those players make a lot more mistakes than, than Teddy Bridgewater. So, uh, I think the defenses would definitely challenge um, whoever the Vikings put up at quarterback, and I just don't see them winning more than eight games this year. So I don't see them making the playoffs. Okay, definitely. All right, with that, uh, wanted to thank you once again for coming on site. Always a pleasure, and uh, look forward to seeing you again uh, probably week three. So once again, thank you. All right, thank you. All right, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, I'll be back next week for week two, Scorching Six Picks.